All right, guys. So a lot has happened since I last talked to you guys. Um, I had a job at, as an IT person. I was on Geek Squad. And then um, I changed jobs. And now I um, am a marketer for a restoration company. And I did love working for Geek Squad. It's not that I didn't because I loved my job, even though there were some parts of it that were really, really hard, like because it, it is a customer service based job. So anything in customer service, there just there's some things about customers that is hard. But that aside, I would have still loved to go to my job every single day if it wasn't for the hours. I was not able to see my kids. And that is the hardest thing for me because I have to see them. So now I have a job where I, I'm out by three o'clock. I'm off weekends. They gave me a car. They gave me a cell phone. They gave me a computer. Like it, it's really good gig. And, um, the most important thing though, is not all that stuff, but that I get to see my kids. So it, it's pretty amazing how I put that out there and I prayed for it and it, it happened. That's, it's what I wanted and it's what I wanted more than anything. And I prayed for it and it happened. So, uh, that's an update on me since I last talked to you guys. Um, so I really want to talk to you guys about self-love. Now, a lot of people take that, that, that word or that combination of words, self-love and think that that's arrogance or you know why should you love yourself like it it's actually really important and i feel and i could be wrong but i feel like the people who are the most arrogant or the people who you think are so in love with themselves and are just like think that they're the best person in the world i honestly believe those people are the ones that hate themselves the most and they're just projecting and and the reason why is because I was with someone who everyone would think that was so into himself and so in love with himself and literally would just say it out loud like I am the most good looking person in the world or I am and it just constantly aff affirmations like that and most people would just be like yeah that guy is definitely full of himself but I knew the real him and I knew that he was projecting and he was so absolutely insecure about himself and so unsure of who he was and his identity. If anybody else really saw that, he would break apart. And I think, you know, me even, even being that vulnerable to me is why he was so hateful towards me because he knew that I knew what he really, who he really was. And, um, so self-love is, is a really hard thing for a lot of people. And if you, if you look at the, the base of love, love is unconditional. When you love someone, you love them through thick and thin, through hardships, through good and bad. You love them if they're a drug addict, you love them if they're the president of the United States, it doesn't matter. You love them for who they are on the inside. You, if it's conditional, then it's not love. You can't put conditions on love. So it's, it's just a temporary, temporary 
happiness or not even that it's more it's like a temporary satisfaction with that person you're temporarily satisfied with someone if you are loving them based on conditional uh, circumstances or things that they're doing so um and, and that's really that's really hard because of course we want to be treated a certain way and of course we want to um we have some expectations with people but love is loving them whether they meet your expectations or standards or not that's actually caring and and sacrificing for them love is is deep 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 raw emotion that it just it surpasses anything that we as humans can really comprehend it's just something that's so deeply emotional ingrained in us that that when we do love somebody it's there and you can feel it to your bones but you can't explain it in words there's no real way to explain it in words very few of us actually love ourselves though it's sad because um you see you know people faking or trying to be something else and dressing up and and putting on all these facades and you realize that they're not even comfortable enough with themselves on the inside and I am not calling anybody out because I for sure have had a problem with self-love and it has caused a lot of problems in my life and in my relationships and one thing is for certain absolutely for certain you cannot love someone else at all if you don't love yourself it's impossible it's it's just absolutely impossible because you have to love yourself in order to love someone the way that they deserve to be loved and you if you can't accept yourself and love yourself unconditionally then how are you going to love another hum human being unconditionally and and so when someone is in a relationship and they don't love themselves, the relationship is doomed for failure, no matter what. And I realized that even though I was in a very toxic relationship, that no matter what relationship I would have been in for 15 years, because I didn't love myself, it would have, wouldn't have worked out anyway. Who's to say that I would have been on the journey a lot sooner, maybe, but, but loving yourself is a journey and it, it is finding yourself and it, it's like a new relationship because you want to learn all about yourself it's it sounds a little cliche but you <clears throat> sorry you want to know more about yourself you want to figure out what makes you tick you really are getting to the the root and core of who you are and why you are who you are and then you're digging and you're finding all these flaws and then you're accepting them and you're you're believing in yourself and these are all things you, you even sacrifice for yourself these are all things that are indicative of love a real true love so i wrote a poem that um i'm going to share with you guys and um it's about self-love i haven't named it yet i will probably soon but I wanted to share it with you guys. It's a spoken word poem. Um, obviously, because I'm on here. So <laughs> I'm going to share it with you guys in spoken word form when I, when I tell you. 
Um, so here it goes. And um, I wrote it about a couple weeks ago. I have a friend who is struggling with self-love and I've, I've struggled with it. It's not something that is just super easy, um, to, to understand or even figure out how to start the journey. So my, uh, next, like this whole entire episode, it's going to be about self-love and, um, how to get to a place where you can accept yourself. So here's the poem. Here we go. The gavel had come crashing down, followed by a thickening fog of silence. You could have heard a pin drop and hit the ground, such a contrast from the usual deafening stridents. There was a hush in the courtroom of my chaotic brain. I frantically wondered if I could plead that I had gone temporarily insane. I stared into the eyes of the judge, who happened to be the most critical part of me, and knowing how harsh this judge was, there was no hope for a not guilty plea. You are guilty of being unlovable, a verdict as stiff as the wooden bench this judge sat behind. You will die alone, was the life sentence. You will surely pay for this crime. This couldn't be happening. This couldn't be real. Was there no chance for me to file for some sort of an appeal? Take her away, the judge bellowed. I don't want to see this wretched girl again. The judge spoke as heavily as the burden I felt so deeply within. I remember the guard of my mind walking me down the dark, stagnant hallway of my self-loathing, then watched me as I changed into my new, distinctly, obnoxiously orange clothing. Wondering, how did it come to this? What am I going to do? And how will I survive this certain doom? as the cacophonous clink of my prison door shut and sealed my fate like a giant stone rolling closed on a burial tomb. I looked around at my new home that seemed, quite frankly, to resemble what I would believe to be hell. My past became my new prison mates, but I was still isolated to loneliness in my own cell. Shackles of uncertainty and doubt clenched tightly around my ankles, allowing me only to take baby steps backward or forward. The lacerations cutting deeper into the flesh of my soul, my cries for help echoing back to me, not being heard or worse, being ignored. The cuffs of insecurity wrapped tightly around my wrists and the chains hugging my neck forged in the fires of all my mistakes. It kept my body in constant pain and was sometimes admittedly more than I could even take. To keep from thinking about my pain, I sometimes focused on my flaws. The prison mates of my past attacking me every chance they could get, always looking for a justifiable cause. The putrid stench of failure encapsulating my senses like a decomposing corpse of a dead rat that was left out in the open to rot. Being forced to eat words of self-deprivation through the space of a tiny open slot. My starvation for affection could be seen so easily as the ribcage through an emaciated child's chest. My strength to go on, dwindling as the days grew long and the nights grew longer, most of which I'd go without rest. I'd feed on whatever breadcrumbs of attention I was able to scavenge and find, not enough to ease my hunger, but enough to keep me alive.
every day waking up from vividly colored dreams to the same dingy gray walls that I had built around my heart, and now felt like they were closing in as I was slowly falling apart. Daydreaming of what life would be like on the outside and what it would be like to be whole again. But how could I leave this place now? I've been here so long, it feels like this is always how it's been. I don't know if I could make it on the outside. I'd fail before I could even begin. I'm too damaged. I'm too broken. I'm too flawed to ever be loved. There's no chance I could ever let anyone in. They would take one look my raggedy beaten down soul and become just somebody that I used to know. Could it be that I'm just too far gone and it's just too late for me? And just when I think I've lost all faith, I see the dull reflection of a girl in a small dingy window. I see hope in her eyes, though faint, though small. It just needs to be nurtured to grow. And I don't see her how she is, but what great things she could be. And I smiled at her. And simultaneously, she smiled back at me. And I realized that sweet girl I saw was myself. And that I still had hope inside of me. And that if I helped her and cared for her and showed her love, that one day I might finally be free. I'm going to get you out of here, I told her. And we're going to start by cleaning up your barely recognizable face that I saw was covered by the dirt of her shame and guilt, but easily washed clean by our dear Lord's unending grace. This place needs a change of scenery, too. No more prison walls. This needs to feel more like a home. So I helped her, and together we painted it with the vibrant colors of her imagination over the dull, gray, depressing monochrome. And I realized, when you change your surroundings, your insides start changing, too. Waking up to colors as bright as your dreams? I don't know. It just does something to you. I wish I could say this change happened overnight, but that's simply not true. Each day was still a struggle to push myself all the way through. It's amazing how that even when you remove the chains, you still move as if they're still there. And how it's so easy to make yourself go numb, even when the source of the pain is no longer visibly there. And when you finally are offered full meals that you can still only digest small amounts, you gotta start somewhere, she'd say to me. At least I'm eating, though. Small portions, but hey, it counts. And one day, turned to a few, and a few, turned to a few more. Until I started thinking, together, we might just be strong enough to open up that door. And let myself finally be free. The key to letting myself love again, you see, was me seeing myself through God's eyes and just finally loving me. So, hope you guys enjoyed that, uh, my poem. And I still haven't come up with a name for it. If there's any suggestions, let me know.
Um, I'm also going to turn this into a single, one single segment poem. So if you want to share it with anyone, it'll be on my um, page, just, just titled uh, Poem, Self-Love Poem. That's what it's going to be, Self-Love Poem. So about self-love, it is exactly that. It is accepting yourself and seeing what you could be and not everything that you are at the moment and all your flaws and and there's a thing about flaws so yes we are all flawed and we all have things that are wrong with us and yes we we need to accept ourselves in that manner we need to look at ourselves and say I know I have this problem and I know that I'm this way and I know that sometimes I'm stubborn and and accept those things but also the things that we can and we do want to change we have the ability to change them um the part in the poem about changing your surroundings it's amazing how when you change your surroundings that your insides start changing too because that is so completely true you it's not just even in your home but the people that you hang around, the people that you invite around you. If you have positive, uplifting people around you, then I, I highly doubt that you're an unhappy person because it's hard to be unhappy around positive people. They just constantly bring you up and uplift you, tell you how wonderful you are and how grateful they are to have you in their lives. And you, you it builds you up and builds you up. It's, it's great. Um, and all it takes is just one, just one negative person to bring you down to the depths beyond anything that you can imagine and put you into a depression, spin you and take you down that rabbit hole. I say that word a lot, but it it's an unending misery, an unending void that is inside of you and that void grows. And when you when you're brought and spun into that by a force of negativity, you got to think to yourself, like, is it worth me having this person in my life for me to be thrown into this self-loathing, this hallway of self-loathing, like in my poem, I'm going to quote my poem now a lot, but it, it's so true. I mean, I deleted out of my life when I say deleted, I still care about them and I love them from afar because I don't hate anybody, but I, I don't actually have any actual contact with these people whatsoever. And anytime that somebody does um, start influencing my life in a negative way, I completely have to get them out of my life. Um, I do try to help them from afar, but um, it's one of those things that I can't be brought down into your spiral. I can help you. I can give you the tools and I can share love, light, and positivity. But if I see that you're affecting me and you're tearing me down, then... I'm sorry, but it's like in the case of a drowning person. Somebody's drowning, and the safest thing that you can do is not to swim up to them. 
because they will hold on to you and hold you underwater to get themselves above water. It is to swim away from them, get a life vest or something that they can float with, throw it toward them and let them grab onto that and float because then you're both safe. So think of it that way. You're getting away from the negativity and you're sharing tools with them. If they don't grab onto the tools, that's not your fault. But you are saving them if you can save yourself first. You can't save them if you're going to try to help them while you're right there in the water with them. It just doesn't work that way. So, um, self-love is a journey in, in and of itself. You have to start somewhere and eventually you end up on this beautiful journey of self-love and learning about yourself. And um, I'm going to break down the steps toward self-love. If, if you are interested, then uh, listen to my next podcast and uh, I will go into detail about it. And uh, if there's anything that you guys have questions about or you have questions about my life, I'm an open book, so I'm pretty sure that I'll answer them if you guys message me or, you know, have any anything you want to talk about, just let me know. And um, just hope you guys have a wonderful day and I'm spreading love, light, and positivity your way. So... Keep spreading the love yourself and uh, hopefully that I'm helping in some way. I My life goal is to be a life coach and to help people on their journey to self-love. So it's uh, something that I'm really passionate about and something that I believe that I could... Um, just do for a living and uh, even if not for a living just do and help as many people as I can because some people just don't know how to love themselves and and I would love to help people start that journey and it's not something that I can actually walk you through I can tell you what the steps are but you have to take those steps yourself and uh and so I think that I may write a book on it, but at the moment, uh, sharing this podcast is just a really great outlet for me. And I appreciate you so much for listening. You have no idea because sometimes I, I criticize myself and I'm like, my voice sounds like a child and I am not a very lively person and no one's going to listen to me and uh, just negative thoughts start parading in my mind sometimes and and then I see that I have listeners and I'm like well you know they're listening to what I have to say so I appreciate you guys more than you know and it just means a lot to me that somebody out there is hearing my words and may be affected by them um so have a fantastic, wonderful day and uh, look forward to talking to you on my next podcast. Bye.